Welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. If you are just now heading into work or have to move on with your day and can't listen to the show, you can always listen to today's full edition of Detroit Today on the Detroit Today podcast. Just go to iTunes or wherever you download podcasts. You can download and subscribe, and then you can listen to the show whenever or wherever you want. I'm going to start off today talking about the long-standing boondoggle that is the fail jail here in Wayne County. We may be soon to reach a conclusion in that saga. Wayne County Executive Warren Evans announced this week that his office intends to move forward with contract negotiations with Rock Ventures, which would give businessman Dan Gilbert the chance to maybe build his coveted professional soccer arena on the current jail build site. Rock Ventures would instead build the jail at another location. Evan says he still has several weeks to make a final decision and reach a deal with Rock, but it looks pretty good right now if you're sitting in Gilbert's seat, I would imagine. Even though the jail site must be completed or otherwise developed, not everybody wants another professional sports team in Detroit either, especially not the Detroit Football Club, which already has a loyal following among minor league soccer fans. There are many other issues, of course, swirling around the negotiations about the new jail and the new soccer stadium. And that is where we start the conversation this morning with Wayne County Executive Warren Evans. Warren, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks for having me, Stephen. How Absolutely. are you? Absolutely. Very good. Uh, so l- let's just start with uh, where we are. Some people are saying this is close to a done deal. Other people are saying there's a lot of details to work out. I guess uh, both of those things could be true. Uh, they're not mutually exclusive, but but uh, catch us up on where we, where we are with the likelihood, I suppose, of this being the route that we go. Yeah, I, I think the, the evaluation of the two proposals, uh, our analysis is the best deal, if we can come to terms, uh, is the Rock Ventures proposal. And so we're uh, starting to sit down and negotiate with them now, uh, there are some hurdles. Uh, we haven't bought the land yet. The uh, land for the new jail, uh, correct? Which the, would be close to the it's 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 near the DDOT terminal, correct? It is, yeah. and it's uh, land owned by the city of Detroit. And we've certainly had discussions with them about the sale of it, but I mean that's not done yet. Uh, there still is an IRS concern uh, that has to do with moving the site from the original site. Uh, to this one. and Because of bonds that were sold right. for that original site, if you complete that work somewhere else, uh, the tax code says really that you, the, you may have some penalties, right, to pay. That, that's to right. And I think we're in a position where we know there's going to be penalties. Are the penalties going to be significant? And uh, we're hoping that they're not. And yeah. We're pretty comfortable with that. Uh, so we're going to try to intensely negotiate to see if we can get over uh, those hurdles with uh, Rock Ventures. If that happens, great. Uh, if it doesn't happen, then uh, we will go back to Walsh, which was the second uh, uh, bidder there, and, and see if we can make, uh, as uh, an old friend told me, chicken pie out of chicken feathers. <laughs> and, and Walsh says they can do, they can complete the work on the current site uh, and also do some of the other things that, that are going to happen at the other site, uh, uh, the, the new courthouse, uh, the new juvenile center and things, and, and they say they can do it for less. Is that, is that right? Well, that remains to be seen because the numbers that we have are only for finishing the jail. And so you have to 
tack on the dollars that would be necessary for uh, Frank Murphy Hall of Justice of the criminal court, and we would say roughly that would be another $30 million. So if you look at both proposals and try to make an apples-to-apples comparison, it's closer than it uh, than it looks if you're just looking at the proposals. Right. Uh, I, I want to talk about the 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 deal here and what it asks of of Dan Gilbert, who, you know, I mean, is a private citizen. He actually has no obligation with regard to you know building the jail, building the new court, building a new juvenile facility. But his interest in the land that the the, the current jail is on is what draws him into this. Are we getting enough? from him in this deal because because he needs that land so desperately, whether he puts a soccer stadium or not on that land. It's right next to many of the other things that he owns. It's right in the middle of the other developments that are going on downtown. Does this deal get enough from him to, to justify giving him this land? Uh, I think it will when the contract's negotiated. Um, and we've still got work to do there. But uh, again, if you look at the if you look at both proposals, if you look at uh, one of the advantages to the county, clearly is we have no downside on cost overruns mm-hmm. uh, that would be absorbed by the developer. That's a big thing for municipalities because they, whether they know it or not, they aren't the 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 best people to run contracts for major. Sure. Uh, and, you know, and I think the, the early failed jail is an example of that. And so uh, for the county not to have any cost overruns for the dollars to be solid, I think, is, is very, very important. Another thing that's important is new buildings. It would be a new jail, a new courthouse, a new juvenile detention facility, new headquarters for the sheriff and new headquarters for the prosecutor. Uh, and so the active life of those buildings going forward has value uh, over fixing or remodeling something that's been there for uh, two generations or three. Yeah. Uh, This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Warren Evans, the county executive of Wayne County. We're talking about the jail proposal, the jail proposal that Dan Gilbert has on the table to move the jail from uh, the site of the fail jail over to uh, Warren and I-75, roughly, uh, to build a new criminal justice complex, really, not just a new jail, but several other buildings. Do you think this is the deal we ought to be pursuing here in the county? Do you think Dan Gilbert ought to get the land where the fail jail is? Do you think he ought to build a soccer stadium on that land, something that uh, would be a next step in the argument about what happens there? And do you think we're getting enough from Dan Gilbert to do this? Is he at the table with enough of his own capital to make this worthwhile for the county. Give us a call if you want to join the conversation. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work your comments into the conversation, If especially if you're a Wayne County taxpayer. I'm curious what you think about this proposal, this route for uh, a new a new set of criminal justice facilities. Uh, Warren, I want to ask you about those new facilities. I, I know that in some of the negotiations, there has been concern on the part of the other people you have to cons- whose interests you have to consider here, like the prosecutor, the sheriff, uh, about the size and the configuration of those facilities. Uh, Dan Gilbert's uh, 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 
proposal at times I know has has given short shrift to to things like courtroom space or uh, the rooms that go with courtrooms, meeting rooms for prosecutors and and things like that. Where are you with those concerns in this in this proposal? Well, I think we've moved in the in the direction of making sure that all of the facilities meet the requirements, whether it's the uh, uh, whatever the agency is that that certifies court buildings and jail buildings. And so uh, I, I think early on that was more of a concern than it is now. But I mean, we still have to kind of iron out exactly how that'll be. But I'm comfortable. Uh, I mean, you know, the reality is if I was sheriff, you know, I'd want the Taj Mahal just like anybody else would, uh, and right. they're not going to get it. But you know, they will definitely get a new facility that'll be adequate for, uh, uh, more than adequate for for what they need, and and will have an active life going way past, uh, way past uh, where fixing a facility would. A, a, a thing I think is is worth people remembering too in the equation, whatever their decisions are. Uh-huh. We now have three jails, which right. means we have operating costs. For three different facilities, uh, you know, utility cost, ongoing cost, repair cost. With this new jail, we eliminate all three. Uh, and so even through time, there are operational savings that will help pay back part of the nut that we're paying uh, initially for this project. So I think it's, it's, it's worth that evaluation. And also, as much as I may have a feeling about soccer that's not a part of my analysis. Well, you don't have to worry yeah, about I mean, that that's, part, that's, right? that's, that's That wasn't an issue for me. The issue for me is what's going to be the best deal uh, uh, in our estimation for, for county taxpayers. Yeah. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Let's go to Charlie in Romulus. Charlie, welcome to the Detroit. Hi. Team. Good uh-huh. morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I wanted to ask Mr. Evans uh, uh, if he's really – the, the site, um, I guess, uh, over between Kirby Warren Ferry, all that, um, you know, is between a hazardous waste treatment facility and Detroit's garbage incinerator. It's a pretty stinky site. Is that a consideration? <laughs> it certainly would have been a consideration if it was close enough to that. I mean, we certainly have looked at that issue and had people look at it. It, it appears that we're close enough to Warren, which is uh, far enough away from it for that not to be an issue, but I, I I would be lying to you if I hadn't said somebody that hadn't been brought up as a, as a concern, <laughs> so and, and that would be a valid concern. So we're comfortable that that won't be a problem, but it certainly is uh, is something we looked at. What about the concern about moving all of these facilities out of downtown to a neighborhood and the impact on that neighborhood? There's not a lot of housing over there, but there's there's some. Yeah, not not a lot, and and uh, you know I I think moving out of Detroit is the only option we had other than finish on the existing site because, I mean, and, and I guess that's a good thing. The right. prices in, uh, for property in Detroit have skyrocketed so much it would have been a, an unconscionable expense for, for county taxpayers to pay. Uh, but remember, at this site, it is a criminal justice complex. So where you're going to have a jail with prisoners, you're also going to have the sheriff's department and the prosecutor and attorneys uh, on both sides of the house. So, I mean, it, it, there's some economic development, I think, that will come uh, with that area, and it won't all be a downside. I mean, nobody necessarily wants a jail in their backyard, and I get that, but there's not a whole lot of backyard there. Right. Uh, what about, what, originally, the, the, the plans for this, this new complex were going to relieve pressure on some district 
uh, courts, for instance, uh, in their jail space and things like that. Are we still are we still talking about this being a big regional uh, complex and and working with those other communities, or is that is that not part of the the proposal anymore? Uh, it's not really a part of the the proposal, not because it doesn't makes sense, but because the analysis is difficult and who's going to pay for it becomes even more difficult. Uh, and so our analysis was that 2,200 beds, which is larger than we were initially looking at, mm-hmm. would allow us to close uh, all of the existing jails. And if we look at the average daily population in the jail over the last several years, we know this number is big enough to handle it. Yeah. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones if you want to join the conversation about uh, the jail proposal, Dan, Gilbert, Dan Gilbert's jail proposal, what will happen to that old site in downtown Detroit, not too far from Ford Field and uh, Comerica Park. Dan Gilbert says he wants to build a soccer stadium, bring a major league soccer team here to Detroit. What do you think about that idea? Do you think that'll work? Do we need a fourth stadium in downtown Detroit. Uh, you can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. Let's go to Jonathan in Detroit. Jonathan, welcome to Detroit Today. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, how are you? I'm great, thanks. So if Gilbert builds the soccer stadium, I'm sure it'll be a spectacular, fabulous stadium, but is he basing the popularity of soccer on the current DCFC enthusiasm? And if so, I don't know if he's going to be able to buy that sort of enthusiasm. Do we have a market for a soccer team in Detroit at all? Yeah, you know, Jonathan, I think that's a real, that's a really important question. I don't know the answer to that. Now, I will say that, that DCFC has a really fervent and loyal fan base. The people who go and watch those games I know really love uh, not just the, the the sport of it, but the whole atmosphere. But it is a small sport kind of uh, dynamic that you have there. It is not uh, a giant stadium with you know uh, fifty, sixty thousand people, or even thirty or forty thousand people. Uh, it, it has a different flavor. I don't know whether that would translate to uh, enthusiasm for MLS. I don't know whether MLS in being in Detroit might harm. The fan base for DCF uh, FC. I mean, w- would it would it take something that we have that's actually working and is a sort of cool small venture and and crush it with uh, with professional sports? I don't know, uh, and I'm not sure what those negotiations look like. Is Stan Gelbert, for instance, reaching out to those folks and and trying to work together? I, I think those are those are questions that we get to. Once this is an actual proposal, but uh, I think it is, uh, I think it is really a, a great set of questions. So thank you for the call and the questions. Let's go to Debbie and Celine. Debbie, welcome to Detroit today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, my question is: um, I know we talked about the new building, and but what's going to happen with the three old buildings if, in fact, this all moves? Because Detroit doesn't really need any more empty buildings sitting around. So you're talking about the three, the three the jails. jails. Yeah. yeah, that he said this was going to replace. And, and Frank Murphy, which which is sitting in the middle of it. Uh, right. Yeah. So that's there's so many major concerns around empty buildings. Right. Uh, yeah. Safety, maintenance. What happens? What does it do to the neighborhood? Right. So Debbie, that's a great that's a great question. Uh, Warren Evans, go ahead and uh, and talk about what would happen to those other facilities. Yeah. Uh, First of all, one of the jails is in Hamtramck. It still would be a, an right. issue maybe for the city of Hamtramck, more significant to them than 
the other two would be in Detroit. Those uh, properties as a part of the transaction would go to uh, to Dan Gilbert. Uh, my assumption is they would be demolished and redeveloped. Uh, as other uh, other I, kinds of whatever. I mean, support for the stadium or whether maybe connects into Greektown, which you own next door. Or office space, whatever, you know, whatever they determine to do. I'm pretty comfortable that they will not sit there and be dormant buildings uh, that have problems. I mean, downtown Detroit is just building way too fast and, it's, and uh, the value is going up uh, as we speak. So sure. I, I don't think there'll be a, a problem with development, but I have no idea what they will be. Yeah. Uh, one of the jails, uh, the, the the really old jail, the one right out on, on Gratiot, that's that's almost, well, it's more than 100 years old at this point, isn't it? Uh, pretty, coming close, up on pretty, it. pretty close. Yeah. yeah, probably. I mean, the conditions in that jail I hear all the time about just how how miserable it is, not just for the inmates, but the people who have to work there. Uh, it's a real that's a real problem, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think it's a problem. It is. It's also a problem in the other jail. It was built probably thirty years ago because the reality is it was built for a capacity of five hundred and seventy-five prisoners, and I've never seen it have less than eleven hundred. Uh-huh. It was functionally obsolete when it was built. It's uh, had terrible maintenance problems. It's had problems. And I, and I don't think we need to lose in this discussion the fact that the prisoners have a right to a constitutional jail, uh, and those employees that service that facility deserve better than we have with our existing jail. So, I mean, one thing that will immediately uh, be better with either proposal is the conditions for uh, all involved will be significantly better. Yeah. Let's go to JT and Harper Woods. JT, welcome to Detroit today. Thank you. My question is, have you asked enough from Dan Gilbert? Have you reached the point where you know when he would walk away? Uh, uh, JT, great question. I had a similar question earlier. Are we getting enough from, from Dan Gilbert? But what is what does that sort of negotiation look like? How how likely is he, if you were to push, for instance, and say, all right, we need you to cover more of the county's costs, would he say, hmm, I, I'm not interested in that anymore? Yeah, there's been an awful lot of that, uh, even through the uh, evolution, evolution of the proposals. But now when we sit down at the, at the table and try to hammer out a contract, I mean, all I can really say at this point is we will try to get every bit of value we can for the county um, out of those negotiations. I mean, it, it would be imprudent for me to try to talk about what those were when <laughs> <laughs> the Gilbert folks are listening to the broadcast. Right. But I mean, uh, you know, we, we, we certainly, uh, and that's, you know, that's a discussion that the people have that it's, that's always going to be relative, but we're certainly going to try to make sure that the county gets, uh, gets, get what it's, des- what it deserves right. out of this. And as much as we can from, uh, the other side in this transaction. I mean, w- one way to look at this really is that he is purchasing that land uh, that the that the the fail jail is on, and these other parcels that would that would empty out. I mean, it's a far more complicated set of transactions than just that. But in the crudest terms, I suppose the number that that we should be looking at is how much is this costing him to get this very valuable piece of land. And I, I, I don't know what the number, I can't remember what the number is that we're at at this point, but it's it's not insignificant. No, it, it is. And I mean, the initial offer, you probably remember, Stephen, four or five years ago was $50 million uh, to buy the jail site. Right, that, right. that was Gilbert's offer. Uh, by any evaluation now, it's up over $100 million. So yeah. I mean, we've obviously extracted from this deal 
uh, more than the previous administration was was looking at. Or, yeah. or another way to say it is uh, Dan Gilbert has offered more uh, at this point in time uh, than he did then. And what number is he at in this deal, essentially? Well, I mean, he, he proposes that his overall cost at this point is going to be $520 million, uh, 380 of which would be uh, a county responsibility. So, I mean, he's got... And if you if you look at that difference as the cost of the price of the property, you right. know, minus the properties he's getting in the deal, I mean it's always going to be a subjective evaluation. This has been uh, over the years just an albatross around everyone's neck. I mean, people even remember three years ago we were involved in litigation that had to be resolved before we could even figure out whether or not uh, we could we could start a jail plan right. and right. then. Four years ago or three and a half years ago, we couldn't have afforded it anyway. So, I mean, a, a number of things have happened over the last three years that have enhanced uh, the county's financial situation uh, that gives us the ability at least to do a deal that needs to sure, occur. Sure. Let's go to Angela in Detroit. Angela, welcome to Detroit Today. Uh, good, good morning. Hi. Um, I have a kind of off-the-wall question relative to the whole conversation, but... Um, I'm pretty heavily into ecology, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about the three buildings that are going to have to come down to build the new one. Where do they put all the rubble? <laughs> I, that, well, that's an interesting question, <laughs> Angela. I don't think I know the answer to that. What happens when you take a building down? Uh, I assume most of it goes into a, a landfill, is my guess, but but I, I, I could be I could be wrong about it. I, I'm not sure you're. You're wrong to be concerned about that, um, but uh, do you have, Angela? Do you have a- another idea about what we might do with that kind of uh, with that kind of waste? I'm sorry, you still there? Yeah, that go ahead. doesn't just go into landfill. If Mr. Gilbert starts taking down everything that's you know more than 50 years old downtown, then we've got an issue. So um, using ecological principles on the destruction and construction would be something I would really care about. Yeah. Angela, great point. Uh, Thanks very much for calling and making it. Let's go to Scott and Novi. Scott, welcome to Detroit Today. I didn't find the answer on Hamcramic sufficient. It it seems to me that Hamcramic is a form of councilman. Hamcramic is going to be taking it on the chin. Uh, Or is it potentially going to take it on the chin. Uh, right now, the, the city receives a million dollars a year payment, I, I believe, from the county for uh, in lieu of taxes on the jail. Uh, if the building's torn down, that property value would drop somewhat mm-hmm. in a dis- distressed community. Also, there's the economic development factors involved with the uh, semi-pro uh, soccer team. Uh, they've redeveloped uh, Kiewer Stadium, right. uh, and, and they're bringing people into the community. The bars are hopping before the games, after the games. All that's in danger uh, under this plan. Yeah. Uh, I, so. I, you know, I think that the, those, are, those are great points. It's sort of a double, a double hit for Hamtramck, both the jail and the soccer stadium. Uh, how likely is it that you would be able to even preserve that Hamtramck jail? What, is, there a, is there a pressing need to get rid of that? I, there isn't a pressing need to get rid of it other than the fact that, uh, you know, that you'd have economically a new one. We, that we would have a new one. Uh, and you know, I think people have to remember we're, we're just starting to walk on this project. We've got four years before there would ever be uh, any removal, at least four years, before there'd be any removal 
of of prisoners from Hamtramck, and right. so that scenario wouldn't change. So it gives us plenty of time to sit back and try to negotiate uh, a ways that that works for Hamtramck and works for Wayne County. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I got forty three communities. If they're not if if they're not comfortable, uh, if they're not doing well, then the county doesn't do well. So yeah. I mean, we will do everything we can. Uh, to try to find an alternative use or work out whatever we need to work out with Hamtramck to try to keep I mean, them. it's a lot of money, oh, actually. Yeah. If, oh, if, yeah. Uh, Scott Absolutely. is writing a million dollars a year in pilot. And uh, I'm not sure whether that's a million dollars, uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a million dollars, for operating an operating issue. So right. if we're not there, I think that probably would cease the million, and obviously that's a big part of That'd a budget. A and so. Chunk. We, you know, we'd certainly be engaged as we have on many projects with Hamtramck to try to make sure that they wind up being okay. Yeah. Uh, let's take one more call here. Aaron in Detroit. Aaron, welcome to Detroit today. Hey, good morning. Hi, how are you? Exciting times in Detroit, huh? Yes, they are. <laughs> what I wanted to say was I'm a uh, 32-year city employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a lifetime city resident, and uh, I've suffered through the lean times. I've taken uh, what I consider to be unconstitutional and illegal cutbacks from my pension and treatment. Uh, but we've suffered through, and now things are turning around. I'm wondering, is anyone uh, from our side of the table, uh, such as the, the uh, person you're interviewing and the, the city uh, brain trust, considering uh, uh, what benefit or what uh, uh, what the employees and the citizens who have suffered through, is there any kind of way we might benefit from this, or is it just uh, the people like Dan Gilbert and those who uh, have businesses and, and, and those who are coming in now to take advantage of the new uh, swing of wealth, are, are they the only ones going to benefit from this new uh, wind of uh, prosperity. Yeah, uh, Aaron, that's a great question. It's the one we ask all the time around here. Uh, Warren, talk about the benefits to employees. Talk about the benefits to citizens from the idea of this new jail and criminal justice project. Is it is it something that benefits us too? I think it can. I mean, Dan Gilbert needs to take care of Dan Gilbert, and uh, us as elected officials need to take care of the citizens that we're responsible for. So I, you know, I'm not worried about when, what Dan Gilbert does, but I want to make sure uh, that there is economic development around this site. I want to make sure that uh, the unions and others who are going to be involved in this are comfortable with the buildings that we're building. I mean, and, and we're doing those sorts of things. I mean, we're reaching out to make sure uh, that it's viable. In my sense, I mean, I'm not the mayor of the city of Detroit. He may feel differently, but I think downtown is growing now enough that whatever loss the criminal justice buildings uh, have there will be filled in quickly downtown. And Mm -hmm. this creates uh, a Warren and I-75 opportunity for economic development to support the employees and the buildings and businesses uh, that should go in there. So, I mean, that that, that is absolutely a concern. I mean, I'm certainly going to negotiate as a part of this contract uh, the fact that I think uh, we're going to work on doing it, make sure that uh, uh, employees are selected from not just the city of Detroit. I mean, that's a development agreement thing that they have. Sure. But there are 42 other communities in Wayne County. And I certainly want to make sure that employment opportunities in the development and construction uh, uh, reach out to all county folk, uh, that county vendors and others uh, get a significant amount of the work um, 
in, you know, in the construction and development. And hopefully we can do some things with economic development outside of that to support small businesses around the complex when it goes up. I mean, those aren't things that are nailed down yet, but those are certainly things that I think have value to, uh, to the citizens and something we'll be fighting for in the negotiations. Yeah. All right. The Warren Evans County Executive of Wayne County. As always, thanks for joining us on Detroit Today. Glad to be here. We'll Thank you. Catch up with you soon on this issue. Up next, we're going to talk about Betsy DeVos and her first several months as Education Secretary for the Trump administration. What's she doing? What effect is she having? Stay with us on Detroit Today. Mm-hmm.